Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. The new the voice new of voice success. success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again, everybody. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. This is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different niches, just people doing really cool things in their space, um, and some things that hopefully we can learn a bit about their journey and, and translate to some of those things to our own lives as well. So we've talked to athletes, we talked to CEOs, entrepreneurs, just people doing really cool things in their space. And uh, I know I have one of those today. Just before we jump into the interview, um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you you know, we have a relationship with Epitome Sportswear. Um, and, uh, and what really fits nicely um, with the things that we focus on is that they look at whole life success. So they do have kind of high performance stuff and everything, but they also have great things for if you're going to go watch a, a hockey game of, of your son or daughter, or maybe a soccer game, or just go out and, and have a fall hike. They have that kind of stuff too. But the part that really fits nicely with us is that they believe in giving back to the community they serve as well. And so they're working to impact the the inequities in opportunity for girls and women in sport. And for that reason, a portion of their profits go directly to organizations and initiatives that support girls in sport. So really cool there. Um, take a look at our Instagram bio. You can go through directly there to Epitome Sportswear or go uh, to their website, which is, um, again, Epitome Sportswear. It's E-P-I-T-O-M-E sportswear.com. Um, and so really happy to have our guest today. today. Um, Angela Gargano, is a, she's an athlete. She's a coach. She's a fitness mom. Model, a speaker, um, and uh, you know, her backstory, I think, is really interesting, which you'll find as well, is because um, before becoming a full-time entrepreneur, um, she worked as a biochemist at uh, Brown University, um, so hopefully we'll delve into that, And and um, but then she decided to kind of move out of that and actually open a gym. Um, she's now competed in American Ninja Warrior four times, I believe, um, won the title of Miss Fitness America, and has created an online fitness empire, you know, and it's called Strong Feels Good, which is we're going to talk lots about today. Um, she's appeared on in magazines, everything from Oxygen, Women's Health, Shape Magazine. So really cool stuff. So a busy, busy time, Angela, I'm sure all the time. But, um, you know, thank you, first of all, for taking uh, some time of your day to, to chat with our audience today. Absolutely. I'm so excited to be here. Your career path to start with is really, really interesting for people because, um, you know, that whole idea of coming from um, being a, a biochemist in, in a university environment and all those things, a little bit different than jumping into, uh, you know, opening and managing a gym and things like that. First of all, just, you know, how did that happen and why did it happen? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, I went to school and I felt like at first I honestly wanted to go to do something with training. I felt like, you know, gymnastics was a huge part of my life. And I was like, I want to definitely do something with that. But, you know, my parents were very big on like, you're not going to be able to make a living doing that, which I understand. They're just trying to be there. They're just trying to protect me and make sure that I have the best life possible. And so I was trying to think of like, what else could I do? And I really was fascinated by chemistry because I had an amazing chemist teacher in, in high school and he just showed how fascinating that could be. So I just was kind of like, 
I'm going to be a chemist. Like, I don't know. I didn't really fully understand why I chose that, but I'm like, it's just something I liked in school. So I might as well do it type of thing. Um, And then when I graduated, I went right into the field. So I worked, started writing at Brown University and was making different compounds, like very much like, you know, breaking bad lab coat goggles, actually making compounds type situation, which is really fun. It was kind of like, you're like cooking in a kitchen. But as I was doing that, I just kept, you know, my mind kept wandering, right? I would, I would go to work, I would do what I need to do and I was good at it. I could do it, right? But I always felt like there was something missing. So I started to kind of talk around and try and figure out what else I could do outside of the gym that could kind of like fill my cup even more. So I wound up running into this woman named Dawn Butterfield and she wound up telling me about these things called fitness competitions. And it was kind of like gymnastics because you're able to like flip around on the stage, like you do gymnastics routine and then you have to walk out in heels and a bikini, which is something that I was like, oh no, like, I don't know about that. But it was something that I was like, all right, this is going to be something that is kind of like gymnastics that I could bring now into my life. So I just started doing that, started getting pretty good at it, was able to get a sponsorship, all sorts of stuff. And then, you know, so I'm doing biochemistry and that. So it's kind of going, you know, back and forth. And while I was working, I went up switching and working at a pharmaceutical company later on everybody there kept asking me, Oh, what are you eating? What are you doing? It looks like, you know, you're keeping yourself, you know, fit and really focusing on yourself because I had to for my competitions. And for a lot of those people, that's very tough, right? A a job like that, you know, with a long commute, they have kids, they have a lot of things going on. They, they, they didn't understand how you could do both. And I was really pushing myself to make sure that I could do the work and actually that. And so I started helping them. I started helping them with their food. I started helping them with working out. I would run I worked the overnight shift. So I would run at midnight. I all of a sudden, it was just me running. Then all of a sudden it turned into like three or four people. And then I started to question, you know, could I do something with this? Like, could I make a living out of this? And kind of wondering to myself, you know what? I, I started to realize that I'm a lot younger than I thought, right? You know, you graduate college and you think that you just need to like go into your career and that's it. Like there's, there's no, there's no other thing. Yeah. But I started realizing there's a lot more time. If I want to keep doing biochemistry, if I stopped right now, I could do it later on. Like I have that degree, I have the experience. So it just kind of started with that and kind of curiosity. And then I saved up at least three or four months rent, you know, from the money I was making there. And I finally decided that I was going to take the leap and I decided to leave and kind of go on this journey. And let me tell you, I had no idea what I was doing, like (laughs) zero idea what I was doing. I just knew that I wanted to do something within fitness. And the first couple of months of that was very eye opening. you know, I wasn't getting a lot of people coming to the bootcamp classes I was starting. It was like one person showing up for a couple months. And there was a lot of times where I was sitting there like, what am I doing? Like, how is this going to work? But I had this drive to be like, you know what? I got to give this a chance. I got to keep going. So that's really how it all came about. It was just yeah. kind of like that curiosity. You say like, why not? Like, why, why not try it? Yeah. Well, and it's, it's, that's a, the story of a lot of entrepreneurs that we talk to or that, and that audience, um, that, that first little bit is scary, I guess. And there's the risk attached with it, which there's less risk for people when they're younger and, and that kind of thing as well, which is nice. Um, how did you, like, how did it evolve? Cause now, um, you know, I mean, you probably had, uh, have had to kind of change how you do things. You have a lot of focus on online now and, and what prompted, what prompted that change, I guess, as well, from an entrepreneurial standpoint. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I owned a gym. I went up owning a gym and cause again, you, you get a bunch of clients after all that happens and you're like, I guess the next step is to open a gym. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like I was like, I might as well try it. So <laughs> same thing. Went up kind of throwing myself into that realized after a couple of years that 
this is not what I want to do. It was a lot more than I thought. It's, you know, you're cleaning bathrooms, you're dealing with landlords, you're now hiring people. And I was like, this is just, I wasn't again, not filling my cup. So I'm like, what, what can I do? So yeah. I wound up shutting down the gym. Um, this is, you know, I can't remember what, what year it was, but I went up shutting down the gym and I actually started, you know, pivoting to online right at that moment. Mm -hmm. So I got a coach. I found somebody online who like teaches how to do online, you know, become an online coach. And I figured in my in-between, just like I kind of did before, where I was like, I'm going to make sure I, I this in-between moments that I have some kind of something that I'm learning or something that I'm benefiting from. I took yeah. that class and I was actually doing online training years ago, like years ago. And I started off with high ticket one-on-one, just kind of trying to understand how that even works, you know, really focusing on just a few people kind of understanding how, you know, how can I still make them feel like I'm right there with them, even though I'm not even yeah. them. So I went through that. Um, and then it just kind of, again, started to evolve just like anything does. And I started realizing, wow, like, I don't know if I want to do this all the time with all these people. And then I started to develop different programs and from all my experiences, be able to, was able to package some stuff together that they could just do it on their own time, which has yeah. been great. Yeah. Um, so again, it all kind of evolved, but I felt like I really need to go through all those processes to transition to online. Like I really needed to, you know, own my gym, train people from 5am in the morning to 9pm at night, learn how they move to then transition to online because then I had already seen and had the experience with them one-on-one -on -one to do this. I needed the experience of doing one-on-one -on -one just online, getting to know how people work and what works for them and what works for me in yeah. order for me to transition to do it yourself. So all these different things, I feel like was, you know, everything was setting myself up for the next thing. And even though I didn't even know it. Yeah. Well, and probably even, um, you know, I mean, during the pandemic, a lot of kind of online stuff actually, you know, blossomed during that time. And if you were already kind of in that space, uh, I'm sure that that helped as well. For, it definitely, uh, I mean, definitely majorly, I mean, it exploded. I mean, yeah. I, already was doing really well with it. And then every, all the other trainers were like scrambling to yeah. put their stuff online. I'm like, I've been online this entire time and people were questioning like why I was doing it. And I was kind of like, all right, well, I'm kind of ready to go now kind of yeah. set up. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was definitely ahead of the game. The pandemic definitely helped. It also, I think allowed people to see that, you know, you, that, that I am accessible, right. It allowed on the pandemic for people to get, they got curious. They're like, Oh wait, I actually could train with Angela, who's a ninja warrior doing this stuff. I never knew yeah. that I could, even though she's not in my town or right next to me. So right. I think it allowed people to see that they are able to, you know, get their movement in and work with different people, even if they're not in the same place. Yeah. Like a whole different level of expertise is open to, to people as yes. well, which is, which is really cool. Um, you did mention there that, I mean, one of the, the key groups, I think that, that your stuff speaks to a lot is, um, you know, uh, those people that are, are worried about having enough time. I mean, it, you know, there are a lot of, a lot of people who, you know, you think of busy moms or people that are just, you know, busy entrepreneurs, things like that, that a lot of times the excuse is I just don't have, I don't have the time or I can't fit it in somehow to go to the gym. Uh, how, uh, you know, is that, I guess, something that you see a lot and, um, you know, are there things that, that, um, you know, I, I think they get very specifically from some of the things you do? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I feel like that is definitely the most common thing is I don't have the time and, you know, I get it. Like there's a lot going on and people are always like, oh, well, you're a trader. You don't, you don't understand because this is all you do. And I'm like, oh no, no, no. Like, don't yeah. forget that I worked <laughs> the overnight shift and I did have to do all of that stuff. And I still made the time because you really, your life really depends on it. Like you need to make the time for yourself. And it's not about getting a crazy workout in. it's not about that stuff. It's about taking care of yourself because all the stuff that you are doing that seems to be more important than yourself is never going to happen unless you actually take the moment 
for yourself and, and do something. And I think what a lot of people like about me is like, I literally say, just do something. Like it doesn't need to be this whole entire thing. You don't need to go in and have to train for an hour and a half. You don't need to go in and train for, you know, two hours or anything crazy. You can literally go in, you can get a 10 minute workout and a 15 minute workout and a 30 minute workout. It doesn't matter. And it just needs to be some kind of movement because it's going to benefit you not only just because you're, you're, you're getting movement in mentally, it's going to allow you to focus more. There's a lot of things. So it's, I always try and remind people that your, your life literally depends on it. You need to focus and do stuff for yourself so that you can do all the things that you want to do. You have to come first, no matter what. So you really need to make the time. And that time may not be again, an hour. It might be 10 minutes in your living room on the floor, mm-hmm. just doing some stretching, just something. So I'm really making it a non-negotiable. Also, on the other hand, being you know, graceful with yourself, but a lot of times people will quit because they feel like they can't do it all. Like knowing that life is going to happen, right? You're going to, you, maybe you'll have a perfect week one week and your perfect week, right? And you do all the workouts and movement. And then the yeah. next week, life gets crazy. Something happens, right? And you don't get one or two days in instead of just giving up after that and being like, oh no, like I'm not going to do anything anymore. Just tell yourself that's okay. Give yourself some grace and then hop back into getting some kind of movement in again. Cause ultimately life totally happens. And I think people get stuck in this all or nothing mentality. It's either like they're all in or they mess up and they're all out. It's like, no, it doesn't need to be like that. (laughs) Uh, So for you, I mean, you, you have, uh, like, I think that's what people, people see kind of the one end of it because they maybe connect with you through your training, but I'm sure, you know, you're still an entrepreneur who has to do a lot of the other work that goes with that. Um, and you know, so how do you, how do you balance yourself that way? Because it's, it's a lot of work to be able to, to manage all of the things that, that you do as well. It's been really tough, honestly, to figure yeah. out the balance between it. You think after you go from like a normal job to entrepreneurship that, you know, you do have all this time and freedom. However, when you're obsessed with your work, sometimes you don't want to stop. And then I found myself overdoing it, like overdoing it, which eventually would lead to like, I'm burnt out. Like, so definitely to be like, I'm overworking, I'm overworking. So what I've really done for myself is really set some big boundaries. And it was kind of tough to set boundaries at first, because especially when you're in entrepreneurship at first, like you're just like, I just need to make money like that. You know, you're worried about like the dollar, but at the end of the day, you need to make your business around what you want your life to be. So I set a lot of boundaries where like, I literally only take calls on Monday and Wednesday. Like that is it. I won't do them any other days before I'd be like, Oh, sure. Like whatever. Nope. My boundary Monday, Wednesday, only time I'm taking calls. I have to get my non-negotiables and that's, um, I, and I write them every morning. I need to journal, meditate, read, get some movement in every day, whether that be in the morning or whatever that comes first before any of my business stuff. And that's been a huge thing to do. Cause I mean, there's always more to do when you're an entrepreneur, you always feel like you're behind or you need to catch up with somebody. Right. But you have to slow down and be like, okay, here's my boundaries. I need to make sure I get that stuff in and you can get all those things done. Just not at this moment. So I think what really helped me was again, setting uh, boundaries, time blocking, but I don't like to time block. Some people time block like a little too much for me. Like, I'm like, I can't time block. Like when I'm like going to go to the bath, like I can't, like I need to <laughs> yeah. be like, I need, I need some kind of freedom, like yeah. some kind of freedom. Um, and I've also made sure to leave like my weekends also open for creative time, like time and things like that. But yeah, it's been really hard. Cause again, as an entrepreneur, you can work all the time. Like you, yeah. you, you ultimately can stop. And, um, last thing I did obviously is delegate. I have two assistants. So, um, that was very hard for me at first. You got to find somebody that you trust to do this stuff, but 
it's great to know like, okay, cool. I write all this stuff out. I need to do. I'm like, what do I not technically need to do? Who can do this and do it probably even better than me. And then I kind of delegate it out to those two people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very cool. Um, one of the things people know you about, and you mentioned it there, obviously, is uh, American Ninja Warrior. Um, you know, maybe just uh, what was that experience like? And and I know also you also injured yourself through that process as well. So why don't you tell us a little bit about it? And then um, with the injury, you know, um, it, how did how did you come back from that as well? Because that uh, that was a pretty uh, pretty big injury that you had as well. Yeah. So American Ninja Warrior, I got on completely accident. Like the, I call it like the accidental ninja like yeah. situation. So one of my friends was trying out for it and I used to be a college gymnast. So I had, you know, people around me who were like, you should probably try out for this. And I was, uh, and I still feel like I am like this a lot of times. I'm always like, like, no one's going to like, they're not going to want me on it. Like, you know what I mean? I always just think like, nah, like I'm not, I'm not, that's, they're not going to meet But My friends keep, they always would push me. They're like, no, we see potential in you. Like, why don't you just try? Like, what's the hurt and trying? I'm like, okay, whatever. So I made this submission video. I literally forgot about it. Didn't really think anything of it. And I was at a fitness competition when I got the call and it was an 818 number. It's a California number. And I remember just ignoring it yeah. and letting it go to voicemail. I'm like, it's probably spam. And then I, I get the voicemail and it says, you've been accepted on American Ninja Warrior. I'm like, oh my goodness. And it was like, you need to come in two weeks. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> like, I got to figure out, like, I don't know how to ninja. Like, I didn't even know what ninja was. So uh, I you know took the time to really meet a lot of people to figure out exactly what ninja-ing was like. And once I got introduced to the community, I was like, wow, I'm obsessed with this. This is really cool. It wasn't just about like being on the TV show. It was the whole community aspect of it. It was you're now training and you're on, you know, on the stage on TV with people who are 18 to like in their sixties. And like, everyone's yeah. just has one goal to get through the course. And I just really like fell in love with that aspect of it. It also went from being about, you know, what your body looks like in fitness competitions to what can your body do? Like, what can your, what, how can you, yeah, it doesn't matter what you look like. Can you, can you climb up that wall? Like you've got to be able to do that. So yeah. uh, I thought that was really fascinating and I got really obsessed with it one upcoming back on season 10. And that was when I was, I was like, so prepared. I was mm. prepared. I had been training for it. I now knew what Ninja was and was going through the course was going to be a top female. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is wild. Like I've worked so hard for this. And then I landed wrong and tore my ACL on TV in front of everybody. And I literally yeah. went from this like, hi, I'm strong. I've got, the, I had everything that I ever wanted to, I like, I don't, I can't walk. Like I can't walk at all. Everything that my career has been about is my body. I don't have that. And no. then really trying to understand who I was because my identity had been an athlete of some sort, whether it be a gymnast, whether it be a fitness competition and then ninja. Right. Um, so really, it really, I was down. I was really down in the dumps. It really, I had to really sit down and I, but what we call it is like, we had to sit in our shit. Like I had to yeah. sit in it. I had to yeah. sit in like, <laughs> oh my God, why me? Like, who am I? What's happening? Like whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the biggest piece of getting out of it wasn't so much the physical aspect of getting the knee back, the knee back. Like that was like what I was good at. I was good at like following directions, getting into my physical therapy training. And I needed, it was the mental piece, the mental piece of like really trying to take that time and use it as an opportunity to really see that I am so much more than just this, you know, being an athlete and things along those lines. So a lot of the mental stuff. So when I went back on that course, my knee honestly wasn't hundred percent ready, but my yeah. mind was, I was yeah. mentally ready because I took that time out for it. So if anyone's going through an injury or anything on those lines, or I always say like even a hardship, I would say, 
the first thing you honestly want to do is like get your head right. Cause yeah. that's where a lot of things stem from. Yeah. Well, and, and you, you mentioned as well, um, before, I, I think that, um, um, you, uh, you, well, even just going into kind of Ninja Warrior, you said it's about, it was about strength and what your body could do rather than just aesthetics. Um, has that been something that for you has been a, a big, you know, has it been a big impactor for you? Because I know you've said in, in other things that when you were younger, you know, being strong was not looked at the same way as, um, as at least you feel about it now. And is it different, I guess, would be one question. And is it, is that just kind of your approach to it? Or do you see things changing outside of you as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like growing up, I mean, I had always had muscles, right. And yeah. back then, like biceps weren't cool for a female to have, they're like, you're, yeah. you're a man, you got man arms. So yeah. I was, I hid my body as much as possible, like look wise. Um, so I feel like definitely looks from that. It went to two different extremes. It went from like, I'm hiding my body to fitness competitions to where now I need to make my body look this perfect way for these yeah. judges yeah. to ninja where it was like it's about the strength and what i noticed with the strength is that by when i focus on my strength and i stopped focusing on what i looked like and obsessing over that i was much happier yeah. i was much happier i felt better and that's where the whole title strong feels good came from because mm. it's 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 strong feels good and it also looks good i look just as good but i wasn't focusing on it and i think that was such a powerful thing um to again, to recognize that before it was just like, all like, I gotta look like this. I look like this. I do think that the world is changing in the way that they're seeing that as well. I do think that strong is, is good. Now strong is beautiful. Strong is something. A lot of people, females come to me and they say, Oh, I want that bicep line in my arm. I want to feel strong. And I always challenge them no matter what, where they're coming to me to get ripped or they're coming to me and they're like, I want to be leaner and lose weight. I always challenge them to be like, let's not focus on that at all. Like let's focus on just getting stronger feeling really good about ourselves. Like, you know, going from like five pushups to 10 pushups, let's focus on that goal instead. And all those other things that you're trying to do look good, feel good. That's all going to come with that instead. So just really kind of changing your perspective on it. Uh, I'm sure there's lots of, I mean, uh, lots of people who've taken your programs that look that way, but there are a lot of young people that probably see kind of what you're doing and, and see you on TV doing what you you've done um, that uh, you know, there's a, there's a change that happens from that end because they see you as a role model. How does, uh, you know, uh, how does that impact you knowing that you've probably actually been a big part in being able to change some of that perception as well for young, young girls. It's been pretty wild because I don't even like sometimes know that I'm doing that. You know what I mean? I, I I don't fully know it until I literally will have people message me or come right up to me and be like, because you said this, you changed my life. And Mm -hmm. it's wild. Like I'm like that. And then when I hear that is when it comes back to like, this is my purpose. Like my purpose, like I, I did all the athletic stuff. That's great. I feel like my purpose right now is sharing my story, allowing people to help them along their journeys. And it's like, it was before it was like getting the title for, you know, Miss Fitness America or, you know, yeah. getting the ninja title and stuff like that. What I'd realized is that it's so much bigger than that. It's not about the titles and stuff like that. It's about the fact that I've impacted people along the way, which has been pretty amazing. I've definitely had young girls come up to me and thank me for what I said about body image stuff. I've had people thank me about their injury, especially there's a lot of young athletes, female athletes who get hurt. Yeah. And they also identify like, as like, I'm an athlete and now all of a sudden that's gone. Yeah. Um, so the fact that I'm able to help them along that journey, cause I really didn't have that much help 
getting through that. It was yeah. really hard. And if I could be that you know, saving grace, it's like, as if I'm like talking to my younger self and being like, I want to help you, my, my younger self that I see right there. I want to help you get through this a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing we, we ask everybody to do is to try to, you know, come up with a couple of things people can take away. And you kind of have, have done that a little bit with this, but let's, let's kind of talk about the injury thing that, because there's lots of people I'm sure um, at, at every age that have either had an injury or something that they, that holds them back from kind of getting back into doing some of the, the the healthy lifestyle stuff they should be doing. Um, you know, it, it, uh, do you have a couple of tips, a couple of things that they, uh, they can do to, to kind of get themselves through that, that block a little bit to, to move forward. Do you have a couple of tips for them? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like the, the first one is just, just get started, like just to show up and get started. And again, like with, all, if you might've heard like through this story, all my ventures are really the biggest yeah. thing I did was just start. I had no idea what I was doing, something, anything, little something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think like just getting started is like the biggest piece of it. Um, I think another piece of it is, um, getting started, try and surround yourself with the people who are doing a lot of those things. That's going to help you a ton, whether that be like, you are getting out of injury, whether that be like whatever direction that you want to go into surround yourself with those great people. Mm-hmm. I think that's really helpful for me along my journey as well. Yeah. Um, and then I think like last one, you got to give yourself grace and not like life is going to happen. Like all these things that you want they're they may not happen right now, but they, they will, you just gotta, you know, again, keep showing up and not let any of those like setbacks deter you. Yeah. Um, one last question, and then we'll kind of go into just how people can follow you and things like that. Um, if, uh, is there somebody out there that you think that, you look to to think, wow, I, I would love to be able to kind of either impact the way they do or that you kind of really take a lot away from them. Is there somebody for you that, uh, hmm. that is that person? It's so interesting because I get that question all the time. I've luckily surrounded myself with some amazing people here. That's why part of the reason I moved to Austin. I, yeah. I don't think there's just one person. I just think that I look around at a group of people and I'm like, wow, I really like, I was with a group of people this weekend in New York city who are amazing top people in the industry. I look up to each one of them for different things. One of the main things I look up to with every single one of those people that I was with this weekend who are extremely successful in the industry and making impact is that they are just genuinely good people. And I think that that's wild, but it's like, it's, it's wild to say that. Right. But it's like, just genuinely be a good person and really care. And I think that I look up to those people who have made it and they still treat each person, no matter where they're at in their journey with respect and with care. And I think, yeah, those people, that's what I look up to the most with what they do. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's great. A great way to live life anyway. So, um, so no, that's, that's awesome. So um, if people, I mean, obviously I'm sure listening to this, there'll be lots of people that want to be able to, to see some of the programs that you have, but also just follow your journey over the next little while. So what are some of the best ways to do that, Angela? Yeah, absolutely. So Instagram is at Angela underscore Gargano and feel free to message me. I love if you've listened to this podcast, like send me a message and let me know what you took out of it and how, you know, how I helped you. I feel like that's like, again, a big piece of like why I love doing what I'm doing. I love hearing those little nuggets yeah. that you got that you're like, oh, um, and then for any kind of programs that you want to see that I do, um, you just go to www.angela-gargano.com and you can do slash strong. And that's all the stuff that we put on all the different programs, um, that you can go through. I've got full body programs, pull up programs, um, core programs, Um, and things along those lines. And another big thing that we've been doing, which you can find on the website as well, is, you know, a lot of speaking, a lot of podcasts and stuff like that. So 
If you ever have a group of females, especially I love coming to females. I'm speaking Mm -hmm. to my old gymnastics team uh, in college about injury and come back and stuff like that. You know, I just want to share my message. So any kind of speaking and stuff like that, um, you know, more than willing to come in and try and help. Very cool. Well, we'll make sure that we um, put all those in the show notes too. So if you missed it, they can, you can go and uh, the links will all be there and, and make sure that you take advantage of that because uh, there's some really good programming. Your, your stuff looks fantastic on there too. So, um, and uh, I'm sure there's lots of conferences and workshops and things like that, that um, could really benefit from having somebody speak at them like, uh, like yourself. So um, uh, to anybody listening, if you haven't hit subscribe on the podcast, do that right now, because we have great people every week, just like Angela. Um, um, and again, um, you know, I, I know that uh, actually one thing we didn't talk about, I will kind of throw out there, is that um, I think your pull-up program is really cool too, that it literally, for all those people out there who uh, um, feel they can't do a pull-up uh, or don't know how to do it and, and just don't even want to try, I, I, think, um, I think you've had over 500 people that you've kind of taken from zero to being able to do pull-ups. Uh, to get their right? first pull-up, yeah, over yep. 500 people. My goal is to continue that. And it's especially That's made for cool. females. So if you're a female on here and you're like, I can't, I'm scared, I'm intimidated, it's the yeah. program for you. Like we're going to go through it in a fun way. And it's been incredible. I just literally had a client right before this message me. She messaged me. I can't believe at 50 years old, you helped me get my pull-up and I got it in like three weeks. Um, it's pretty cool. I mean, again, that stuff is, is absolutely like my favorite thing in the world. Very cool. Okay. Well, to anybody wanting to do that, then, then take advantage of it for sure. Um, again, I know that, uh, well, considering this is one of your days where I'm sure you've got lots of calls all kind of blocked up so that you can get them done today. Um, you know, again, thanks for taking the time, Angela, really appreciate it. And all the stuff that you've been able to share today. Of course. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Okay. Thanks again. And uh, everybody else, we'll talk again on Big Idea, Big Moves. Thanks for listening to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Big Idea underscore Big Moves. We love to hear your feedback. Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions.